0: Goes by
1: the pseudonym, Bo Nerdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence.
0: He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York.
1: The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush.
0: rush.
1: Now, here's Bo Nerdly on the Red Apple
2: Podcast Network. Welcome to your Wednesday Rush Hour. If you'd like to be part of our program today... All you have to do is pick up your telephone and dial 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And of course, as every day seems to be, we are filled with news, so much news, so much news. We have a few continuation stories from yesterday. I don't know whether we'll be able to get to them. There's more on the Beyonce sellout, as uh, some people are accusing her of selling out when she took a twenty four million dollar gig. Mrs Z did in um, the United Arab Emirates, and uh, she refused to uh, do songs that uh, are pro. LGBTQ over there. She didn't. She left them out of her repertoire. And there are those that saying she's selling out. I had a very nice um, direct message from somebody on Twitter that was uh, respectfully disagreeing with my point of view yesterday. Hey, it's just business, Uh, Gigi. So, um, and so we may be able to get to that. Dave Chappelle has ripped into people that use violence to protest him and assault people trying to get into the show. This is over this transgender business that seems to be just about everywhere. I don't understand how this one topic can take over so much of society's time, but it does. The Yardbirds have lost their guita- another guitarist. You know, Jeff Beck died just a few weeks, but Anthony Top- Topham died at age 75. Apparently he had dementia. He was the founding guitarist of the Yardbirds. Rest in peace. The Republicans are holding their big meeting that will decide the next head of the R and Chair on Friday. They're out in California. And they are at a place that one of these nine hundred dollar a night hotels. And yeah. To me, this meeting of the RNC will determine a lot. It will determine whether the Republican National Committee wants to stay in the swamp or whether they want to actually represent many of the people who send them money and who want them to become more aligned with what they consider to be the people I'm talking about Republican, true Republican values or whether they're just going to continue to be another swamp op- operation designed to give money to wealthy consultants. It's kind of like an old boys club, even though it's led by Ronald McDaniel. That's coming up. Of course, what would New York be without a bunch of crime cases? We have them. Some of them very sickening. A fifteen year old girl, ladies and gentlemen, from Mount Vernon, was sentenced she'll get as little as three years for killing for killing a rival cheerleader. Fifteen years old, she stabbed to death.
0: Kayla Green stabbed her in the stomach. During
2: the huge brawl after Mount Vernon High School basketball team won the state championship last year. The attacker, who has not been identified, we have to keep the killer's identity a secret because, after all, she's only a minor. She sobbed in court. She apologized. And then the judge said, "Okay, three to nine years. She killed a girl. Kayla's mother, Laverne Gordon, calls the sentence a mockery. Today the justice system failed. My daughter, once again, her killer gets out in three years to live her life, to have a family, to have a career. My daughter will never see that. You know, the danger in all of this is, and I don't and I want to be very careful with the words I use here. When people cannot get justice from the legal system that is designed to bring justice. If they can't get justice within the system what is their alternative their alternative is to go outside of the system and when you go outside of the system of course we have anarchy we have we have the chance increasingly that there will be miscarriages of justice but what happens when a justice system fails to do its job If you belong to this woman's family, you watch your daughter die at the hands of some miscreant, some little 15-year-old miscreant, and the girl just gets a little slap on the wrist. I mean, there are a lot of people who will accept it, and they'll say, okay, that's just the way it goes. But what about the people that don't accept this kind of thing? What about the mentality that says, okay, you wait. In three years, when you come out, I'll be waiting for you. What about that mentality? And that mentality exists because when people feel that, Justice has been denied them. There are some people who are willing to take justice in their own hands. I am not encouraging it. I am not encouraging it. I am not encouraging it. What I am saying is, though, when you have a justice system that fails to do justice, you are encouraging more lawlessness. Speaking of lawlessness, there's Kathy Hochul and the the Democrats. State Senate Majority Leader Democrat Andrea Stewart-Cousins from Yonkers said yesterday that her Democrat supermajority, they're not even going to bother to look into Governor Hochul's pay-for-play scheme, mounting evidence, $637 million from a donor who gave Kathy Hochul $300,000 for her campaign. And what does Miss Stuart Cousins of Yonkers say? I take her at a word. Oh well, that's great. You are a Democrat. you're going to take a fellow Democrat at her word. This is just the kind of corruption that has existed in New York politics now for over two hundred years. The Democrats are thoroughly a corrupt party, and this woman, this Andrea Stewart Cousins, is another example of why Democrats who are in power should not be in power. But they are, and they have the power. And, you know, what are you going to do? You can move. That's what a lot of people are doing. Just get out of a state that's so filled with filth, murder, rape, mayhem, and and blatant in-your-face corruption by politicians who don't have, it seems, who it appears are lacking any kind of ethical
0: framework. We have to remember, I think all of us do
2: where we were when we had to figure out what to do to protect the new, the people of New York and, you know, getting the COVID test was a paramount important. That is not an excuse for stealing from taxpayers, but see, they can use COVID as an excuse and she can just wash her hands of taking her job, her oath of office, or anything like that, seriously, jo- these Democrats are so sickening—the way they blatantly put their politics ahead of everything else. But this is Yonkers. What do you expect? What do you expect from Andrea Stewart Cousins? Did you actually expect there to be what would what many of us would say a sense of integrity? Would you expect that? No. The governor can be, the now elected governor can be engaged in what looks on the surface to be pay for play, and Democrats won't even bother. It's not even worth their time to investigate a $637 million ripoff of taxpayers in New York because, no, Democrats are Democrats first. And crooked Democrats are crooked Democrats first and always. And this is what the Democrat Party is in New York. New Jersey-based digital gadgets received a no-bid contract. Didn't even put it up for a bid for rapid tests. After after its founder Charlie Tabili hosted a campaign fundraiser for HOCO. she made the deal possible. She suspended the normal rules of, of contracting in the state, suspended them for this guy who holds a fundraiser to it, gives her 300000 and then he overcharges like hell on these COVID tests, ends up earning over $600 million, and here you have this woman, this state Senate Majority Leader, Andrea Stewart, because, oh, I'll take her at a word, nothing wrong here, nothing wrong here. They're so in your face, folks. They don't care what you think. They don't care what the appearance of it is. The the appearance of this smells to high heaven like cronyism, like crookedness, like thievery. But they don't care what it looks like to you. You vote them in and they have the power. And screw anybody that wants to actually question the way that these Democrats run this town. Yeah, and Leticia James is busy, meanwhile, investigating Trump. She won't investigate this, because Democrats are Democrats first. And crooked Democrats are crooked
0: Democrats first. In Washington, D.C.,
2: Republicans are looking to block a bill, and they have the power because the Congress actually oversees the District of Columbia. They're trying now to put up a bill to stop D.C. from doing what so many other leftist, liberal, Democrat blue cities do, and that's lessen the penalties for violent crimes like carjacking and gun possession. Imagine that. Here Democrats always wagging their fingers that they want tougher gun laws, tougher gun laws. And what are they doing? What do they really do? They want to lessen the penalties for people who illegally have guns. Meanwhile, they want to rag their, wag their fingers at the NRA, call them all kind of vicious names. They want to wag their fingers and ask you, do you need your gun every time there's a mass shooting? But yet when it comes to basically upholding the law against people who illegally have guns, what don't look at their words, look at what they do. And what they do and what they want to do in D.C. is give less time, less jail time to people who have guns, Illegally, and also who commit crimes like carjacking. Oh, we shouldn't send them to jail for so long. There is no other city in this world, I mean, no other party in this world that I know of, other than the Democrat Party in the United States of America, that has so embraced criminality. They embrace it, they love it, they hold it up, they don't care whether the criminals, come after you whether they come after your family they don't care screw you you just elect them time and time again no matter what they do to you no matter what they do to your family no matter how much money they steal from you you'll just keep electing them and so they just keep on giving you what they think you want more of the same james golden a case we're coming back your calls are welcome, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And we're coming back right after this. This is The Rush Hour with
1: those Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
2: Mandrill brings us back on WABC Talk Radio 77. O'Cello. Adam Schiff. Eric Swalwell and of course Elian Omar have been effectively removed from the committees. And boy, oh boy, you wouldn't believe this. Now, when Nancy Pelosi stripped Republicans of their committees, of course we didn't hear a peep about it. Republicans said, "Oh, this is terrible. This is unfair." Wah, 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 wah. And the press said, oh, "Yawn." Crickets, who cares? They're only Republicans. Now, Kevin McCarthy has taken Eric Swalwell and Schiff in particular, that, and and Swalwell is upset he's stomping and having a tantrum, of course. Reporters are getting in the mix. There was one arrogant reporter telling uh, Kevin McCarthy that Santos should not be on a committee. Like, this is, this is a new. Reporter deciding and publicly saying at a here who should be on committees. She's not a journalist, she's an advocate for Democrats. But that's nothing new. Swalwell is saying in his case is purely political. And when the reporter asked him about that, McCarthy basically said, Listen, you haven't had the briefing from the FBI on Swalwell. I had the briefing. You don't know what was in the briefing. I do. And he also reiterated that the three of them will be able to serve on other committees. He's not doing what they did to to Marjorie Taylor Greene, which is to say you can't even be on a committee. He's not doing that. He's saying no. On intelligence, Adam Schiff lied a bunch of times to the American people using his position as the chairman of the committee to tell lies that he knew were lies to try to sway the investigation of Trump and this whole Russia thing. he and the, the evidence is there that he lied. There's not These reporters are not even going to delve into the facts and saying, McCarthy says he lied, but he didn't lie. Because they can't. The facts speak for themselves. He lied. So they don't argue that. They just argue whether he has the right to do it or not. And then, of course, what always happens is we have some Republican. We have some Republican who wants to just join in on the fun. In this case, I can't stand it, Rhonda. She's from your neck of the woods, Indiana. This Victoria Sparks. She's saying two wrongs. Do-. She's standing up with her little schoolmarm attitude. Two wrongs don't make a right. This should be due process. This imbecile, imbecile, doesn't apparently understand, and Okay, I retract that remark. I don't like name-calling. I'm furious at this woman, though, because typical of Republicans, they always find a way, these self-righteous Republicans find a way to always come to the defense of Democrats. Ask them when they come to the defense of other Republicans. But no, this Victoria Sparks wants to make a name for herself, so she'll stand on the House floor and deliver this impassioned speech about how these Democrats deserve due process. They are getting due process. The Speaker of the House has the prerogative to tell them they are not going to serve on certain committees just like Nancy Pelosi did. Did Miss Sparks stand up when Pelosi did it and deliver a speech about how wrong it was? No, of course not. Two rounds do not make a right. Speaker Pelosi took unprecedented actions last Congress to remove Representatives Green and Gosar from their committees without due process. She had the right to do it, which is why it was done. Now, was it pure politics? Yes, of course it was. Was it naked, raw politics? Yes, of course it was. Was it an abuse To what was right, sure. But she had the political ability to do it, and she did it. Speaker McCarthy is taking unprecedented actions this Congress to deny some committee assignments to the minority without proper due process
0: again. Oh, shut up and sit down. He's listed his reasons for taking them off these committees.
2: And the reasons are good. This is not a case of two wrongs don't make a right. This is they do not deserve to be on the Intelligence Committee dealing with the nation's secrets because they have shown that they will go to the press and they will lie to the American people. And and what McCarthy said was. Look, they'll be on other committees. These committees these committees, are too sensitive to the national security of the country. And so, no, I'm not putting them on there. And in case we've forgotten, Swalwell was tied up with the Chinese spy, Feng Feng. And yet you get this woman, this Republican woman, so intent on making a name for herself that she'll come to the aid of Democrats. That's why Republicans, I mean, you know, they make, Republicans make other Republicans sick. Because you can always count on one of them, or more, to stand up and go rhino on you. <sighs> it's maddening, it really is. The National Archives, remember how they butted into the Trump documents and how they were a big part of the story? Well, guess what? They are not answering questions about how they are treating Joe Biden very differently than they treated Donald
0: Trump when it comes to these documents. The National Archives,
2: another bureaucracy, weaponized by Democrats. And this is what we're up against. I wouldn't be surprised if that little representative out there in Indiana stands up and comes to the defense of the National Archives and just says wow yeah to two rights don't make a wrong I mean they were right to to go after I wouldn't be surprised <sighs> what we Republicans have to put up with I'm a conservative this is why I identify more as a conservative not so much a Republican Because then you're stuck in the same political party with these people like this Victoria Sparks, who apparently doesn't understand the first thing about politics. And yes, is there some politics behind it? Sure, there is. You don't allow Democrats to basically beat the smack out of your people and just say, oh, it's all forgiven. That's the way this, this is the big leagues, honey. Get a grip. This
0: isn't nursery school.
2: James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, WABC Talk Radio 77. We're coming back. 800-848-WABC. Back right after this.
3: Families have a lot going on.
0: This is
1: The Rush Hour with Bo Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Where it began, I can't begin to know it, but then I know it's growing strong. Wasn't the spring, and spring became the summer believed you'd come along
2: hand touching hand 800 wabc
1: reaching out
2: Bozner lose Rush Hour
1: touching me
2: Well, there aren't some sweet times. There are not sweet times up in the uh, Upper West Side for the family of an elderly woman, Maria Hernandez, 74 years old. Now, Ms. Hernandez lived up on uh, West 83rd Street, up on the Upper West Side. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead because two criminals, two criminals horrible predator criminals took her life from her and from her family. The second suspect, Terrence Moore, 53 years old, was picked up yesterday, charged with murder and burglary in connection with the slaying of Maria Hernandez, 74. What is there to know about this man that was picked up, Terrence Moore? Well, guess what, folks? This should come as... A surprise to some of you, not a surprise to most of you. He was a repeat offender. He was in jail for what? Guess what? Second degree murder and first degree robbery, weapons possession, prison contraband. Yet he was given parole and able to walk the streets again. What did he do with his freedom? He repeats. He goes back and murders someone else. A sweet 74-year-old woman minding her business in her the sanctity of her own house and her family, I bet you, their life. They will never get over the grief of having and wondering what horror this woman faced in her final moments. Having intruders in her house, killing her just so that they could rob a few things from her. And this guy, this miscreant, this savage There was already supposed to be in jail let go because democrats in this city have a love affair with criminals and they don't like the idea that criminals actually should pay for their crimes i feel for the family they will never get justice they will never get over the grief the agony of knowing their beloved mother, their aunt, their their sister, whoever her relatives are, will never get over the fact of how she met such a violent and horrible end. By who?
0: A known criminal who should have been in jail. We don't need an electric chair in New York. We need an electric bench. She was so badly beaten. They tortured this woman just so they could,
2: a 74-year-old. Think about your own mother, for God's sakes, people.
0: Would you want somebody doing this to your mother? The hell is wrong with these people? What the hell is wrong with these democrats that they cannot seem to understand
2: that people's lives have values. They don't have they don't think people's babies lives have value in the womb. Oh, they're just supposed to be discarded. Never mind that they have a heartbeat. I saw something the other day made an impression on me. See if I can remember it right. It says when a person's heart stops beating, they are officially dead. And that's when we think they're dead, their hearts stop beating. So why, when their heart stops beating, don't starts to beat, don't we think that they're alive? But Democrats, doesn't matter. You can be in the womb. They want you murdered. They want you dead. You can be in the schools. They want you sexualized. From the time you were a child, I have another story here in this stack of stories about how some teachers in this daycare for preschool children are starting to teach them about non-binary stuff in daycare. And then you go through, like this poor 15-year-old girl stabbed by another raging lunatic kid. And the judge just gives her a a little slap on the wrist. Oh, so you killed a a cheerleader, a a 15, 16-year-old girl. So what? Just go to jail, cool your jets for two or three years, and we'll let you out. Her family will never be the same. Imagine this is your daughter that was killed, that was stabbed over a stupid basketball game, and the judge says her life is only worth two or three years to somebody, maybe in jail. And maybe with good behavior, they'll get out. And then you have this woman, a 74 year old woman, grandma, Nana, who can't even enjoy the fruits of her hard work in life, has her life taken from her, beaten to a pulp before she's killed, just so some idiot, savage robbers can steal a few trinkets from her apartment. And what do we learn? He's already a murderer out on parole. And this is the stuff all these Democrats, I'm sorry, I know, I've already been told that I sound a smidge unhinged today. But I am. This stuff is so upsetting to me because I feel so helpless. You know the right thing, people. You know that it is right that when people take someone's life, that it should not just be disregarded as a ho-hum incident. You know that they should be either put in jail for the majority of their life or that they should have to pay severe consequences. And yet these Democrats tell you, oh, never mind. Let them out of jail. Let them kill somebody else. You got the governor of the state looking like she's part of one of the biggest pay for play schemes ever in our history. And what do you have? You have this other Democrat who's supposed to head the New York State Senate say, oh, 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 that's okay. I take her at a word. You freaking crooks. You're up. Let me go to a break. I'm about to say words that I should never say on the radio. Yes, I am unhinged, I guess, because this is maddening. Every one of these people has a family. Every one of these people there. Can you imagine the grief that these families feel losing their daughters, losing their mothers, their grandmothers?
0: And Democrats just laugh and go on to the next thing and make themselves rich in the process.
2: James Golden, a.k.a. Snurbly, back in a moment. The Rush Hour is
1: on the air. Attention, Dittoheads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.
2: Roberta and Donnie, Roberta Flag, Donnie Hathaway, bring us back here on WABC. A classic. The closer I get to you. If you like this version, you might want to listen to the version with Luther, Luther Vandross, and Beyonce. They did a great cover song, but there's nothing like the original. the To me. Let's head to the telephones, shall we? Tony in Manhattan, thank you for waiting. How are you today? Thank you, Mr. Rush.
3: Wow. <laughs> You're the best. You are the thank best. And believe me, I remember Rush Limbo, the way he talks and you talk today. You remember that basketball player, uh, football player in Philadelphia that used dogs to fight, right? Yeah. Right. the way he talked the way you talk today I mean this is radio let me tell you something uh, four illegal immigrants were caught cap lifting in Macy's when they asked them where they live oh we live in 59th Street Hotel now it's a message for this governor Mr. Abbott, to pull two buses bring it to the, bring it to Fifth Avenue in front of the cathedral and deposit there. Because why? We are a sanctuary city. Tony Melendez, bye.
2: Tony, I love you and thank you. Look, you know what? Here's here's to rub some salt in the wounds there. There's a new story out, and we covered that story yesterday about these four people that came in. They're illegal immigrants. They're part of this whole scam that we have called an asylum system, which is nothing but a scam system. And... They're not going to be deported unless they're convicted, and even then, chances are, huh, yeah, you think they're going to be deported? $12,000. They come here to this country, and the first thing they start doing is steal, okay? That's their intention for America. Let's go to Dorothy in Brooklyn, New York. Dorothy, how are you? How
1: are you? Good afternoon, and God bless and protect all of you and your families. I usually don't call in anymore, I used to call in, especially for Mark Levin, he thought it was great, but um, I call in to tell your staff how wonderful you are and how you're getting greater and greater, but this time you hit the nail on the head. My daughter was murdered by a young teenage jealous boyfriend. 52 years ago 5-2 and the PTSD pulls me now apart
2: your daughter was murdered 52 years ago and the pain that you look I, I'm and that plus
1: the other pain I've had through life. But you know what changed? What I realize now, I'll be 90 in April. I realize that it's a two-edged sword. God uses me to go through pain, to see how I don't give up on him. And he also watches the person who has mercy on me, like you.
2: My God, Dorothy, I don't deserve that, thank you, and God bless you, my darling. Um, and I just don't even know what to say. I know, I know, because I hear people like you who've lost their loved ones to violent crimes, to murder, and it is something that never, ever leaves them. Thank God what you come out of this is with faith for God, that you haven't turned your back on God. And thank God for that, that he's giving you the strength to get through it. Folks, every one of these murders, these are not just numbers to me. These are every one of these stories. Every single one of these news stories take, has with it almost unbearable heartbreak that will never leave the families, and yet they are treated so callously. In, in the 1930s, in my parents' generation, the gangsters in Chicago lit up 14 of their own. It was what we all know, they made a movie out of it, the Saints Valentine's Day Massacre. And that movie and that event shocked not only the United States but the world so much that it was a defining moment. It galvanized Americans to say, enough of this, we want an end to this kind of wanton criminality that our country has fallen into. And now We have three mass murders within a few days in California. We have mass murders all over the place. We've got six-year-olds going in and, and, and shooting a teacher in a school. We've got murders happening in every single city on a daily basis, and all we get is politicians yammering and yammering their mouths off about how unfair we are to criminals. And no one cares, seems to care about these families that have to experience this. I couldn't imagine, I, have an, I had enough grief when my mother, at age 94, was called back to her creator. Can you imagine the grief that you feel when your elderly parent is taken from life in such a heinous way? Or your daughter who's just begun to live life like this other woman is taken from you and taken from your family in such a heinous way. We are in a fight of good and evil that transcends politics. The only problem with it is we have one political party that doesn't seem to realize what side of this fight that they're on. They are aligned with the evil that has infected a lot of this world and if we do not engage this fight and take it seriously and demand true justice for the people that have to suffer at the hands of these criminals. If we keep ignoring these crooks in our midst, whether it's Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and her inside training schemes, or whether it's Kathy Hochul and her play-to-play schemes, we have to stand up for right and for righteousness. This is the only way to combat this swirl of evil that has infected the world and has infected our country. And we cannot just sit by and watch it happen and not speak up about it and not demand that there is going to be some kind of change to stop this. To those of you who I appear to be unhinged today, I am. I've been near tears most of the last of this. This is frustrating beyond belief. Day after day, I have to deal with these same stories over and over again. These murders, these rapes, this mayhem. What has happened to our beautiful city? What has happened to our country? (sighs) Catch a night up next. The Daily BS, where you can find me? The news stories, some of them you may want, not want to read, but the Daily BS, you can find me on Twitter, Bo Nerdly, at Bo Snerdly, S-N-E-R-D-L-E-Y. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Please, God, protect us. Please. From this evil that is swirling around this nation. We'll be back tomorrow. God willing. And see you then. Bye.
0: James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network.